0: This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 111 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our title sponsor is Omega Alpha. You can find them at omegaalpha.ca. This episode is also sponsored by Equestrian Collections at equestriancollections.com. Plus Uncle Jimmy's. You can find them at uncle jimmyscom
1: Bring you the news through hell, high water while using their tails as a roam fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop cause It's time again for stable school. Stable school. Stable school. Stable school.
0: This is
2: Glenn the Geek. And I'm Chrissy Joy from Lexington, Kentucky, and this is the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Well, howdy, Chrissy. Hey there, how uh, are you again? Good, it's good <laughs> to have you back. You can't get rid of me.
0: Glenn. I know, I you've you. been on the show a few times, been on been on a number of our shows. Actually, you filled <laughs> in for 2010 show most I recently. I did,
2: I did, I love that. That was so much fun.
0: Chrissy helps us out when we need uh, a co-host here, and of course, uh, as we said last week, we are in the middle of the world of equestrian games right now, and we recorded these shows before the games. We needed to get some in the can, as they say, for Stable Scoop, because we're all on deck uh, helping out. Over at the World Equestrian Games and our coverage of it, we have, don't forget, the 2010 radio show. We're recording shows every night at the International Equestrian Festival. So every night for 15 nights, you will get daily wrap-up coverage from Samantha and I and a variety of guests every uh, every day. So check that out at 2010radioshow.com. Thank you so much for sitting in, Chrissy. Helena will be back, everybody. Don't panic. She will be back uh, after the World of Question Games has ended. I think it's the middle of October. Uh, she comes back on the Stable Scoop. In the meantime, we're all... Helping out for the games.
2: Filling in where we can. And uh, I'm very honored to be here today. Thanks, Glenn. It's always fun. And um, we've got a pretty cool show ahead. Yes, so, we
0: do. Yeah. But first, I wanted to mention, talk a little bit about you. We, have, we do have oh, a goodness, fun show. Glenn. Uh, you, you set up... <laughs> you did set up a cool show today. <laughs> but uh, you actually came down from New Jersey. But you were part of the equestrian team at... Delaware College? Delaware Valley? Delaware Valley
2: College. Not De- no offense Sorry, to you, Dal, <laughs> but they're our huge rival. Okay. Yeah. No, no. I went to Delaware Valley College. Um, grew up at the Jersey Shore and and got my uh college degree through D V C and was on their dressage and hunt seat team. But I'm also that girl who just rode everything under the sun just to um have lessons, and basically an that 's the way to go, too? yeah, I did a yeah. venting, and it 's really important to just ride everything that comes your way because that 's how you learn, seriously. And um, then I went to New York City a little bit to do some TV and film and worked on some shows that, I don't know, everyone might know about. Ugly Betty and 30 Rock and some Oh, of the,
0: yeah, a few of those. Some of those, those weird. Has-been well, shows. Well, yeah. yeah.
2: Stop. <laughs> Stop. You can see me at com. Anyway. You know. <laughs> um, and now I'm here for the World Equestrian Games, working with uh, a close business, Bluegrass Medallions and... God, I love Lexington so much. And then I get to be close to you guys and uh, attack your radio like a virus. And never go away. <laughs> you can't get rid of me. <laughs> well,
0: thank you for uh, joining in and for you helping us out. We really appreciate it. Anytime. And today we are we're going to have a couple of our friends on the show today who are a lot of fun. And the first one is Reese Koffler Stanfield. Reese is an international dressage rider well known in the dressage community. She has her home here in Georgetown, Kentucky. And we're going to talk a little bit about that because her and her husband just got done building a brand new barn and we're going to talk about what that's like and are they still married and the things you learn along the way when you build a brand new barn.
2: Yeah, everyone knows horses and boyfriends.
0: (laughs) No, and this is a horse husband. Yeah, it's kind of
2: a tough one. (laughs) And and
0: they are friends of my wife and I and, and she's just a joy to be around and a joy to have on the show and we're thrilled that she could join us today and then you pick somebody else it's a lot of fun too
2: hey i've got frankie (laughs) i just had to say that i have frankie lovato he's just awesome um kind of ran into him randomly not knowing he was the creator of the equisizer which has been something I've known for many years, but I've never been able to sit on one. Glenn, I hear you've had that. Yeah, experience. I have sat on them. Yeah, so, we we'll
0: pictures on the show notes. Yeah, so we've got a episod- pretty cool and story. And I did not get bucked off.
2: Oh, ah, <laughs> Frank didn't do it right then. <laughs> well, we've got a great story with him, and he also has a brand new DVD coming out, and we uh, have a great discussion, and it's always very entertaining. So.
0: Yeah, we're looking forward to that. That'll be a lot of fun. You know, you came across something that cracked me up. And uh,
2: Okay, so we've got some horses in fa- fashion. Everyone's seen it. You want to get the pink saddle pad or the glitzy this and that, but you always have... Well, I don't know. I guess they've taken a new oh, road okay. for minis. And the, let me
0: clarify, too, that Chrissy is sitting here looking like she's on the set of some stage. She's always looking good. So, Well, well I thank you, Glenn. I just had to clarify That's that. That's right. She's a bit of a fashionista. I've so. got my movie
2: sunglasses on right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Glenn, what am I going to do with you? But no, we've got... All right, so everyone knows these mini horses. Well, there's something called the Guide Horse Foundation. And um, when you have these minis in your home, especially for the blind or people who have um, to certain disabilities, they've created...
0: Well, I don't want to add to that. They're actually using minis now as, as therapy, do- or, like, it's therapy dogs. therapy dogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're using minis just like they do the therapy dogs. The Red Cross here in Lexington does the therapy dog program, and they actually do have a mini that goes to children's hospitals and hospitals and nursing homes.
2: And what better when your horse is traveling with you, (laughs) (laughs) segue, into the mini horseshoes. These are sneakers for your minis. It's hilarious. And we're
0: not talking about metal horseshoes here.
2: We're not. We're talking about laced up. They're actually called rebuck as a play on of Reebok shoes. <laughs> they are sneakers for your mini. And we don't stop there. You can have light up shoes or even cowboy boots with spurs. They're so cute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are really cute. I got to give you that.
2: Yes. So that's one of the new inventions, kind of innovations to horses. So there's great pictures. You can go on their website and um, you can search the uh, min- miniature horse sneakers and you can walk your <laughs> pony around in style and I would totally jump on this opportunity. There are women in dresses going down a red carpet with their mini with little (laughs) dress shoes. I love it. So for any girl out there, or if you have a mini... Just dress them up.
0: <laughs> that's a guidehorse.com. They are cute. I've got to give you credit. They look like the kind of sneakers that you'd hang on your rear view mirror.
2: Or baby shoes. Yeah. But they light, there's ones that light up. So every time they walk, it'll light up. <laughs> oh, that's so much fun. Do they sell them in pairs or fours? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I would hope fours. <laughs> if I got it in a pair, I'd be like, this is a rip
0: off. Mix <laughs> <Nixon> and match.
2: <laughs> I don't even know how you size it, but they're adorable. So check them out. It's kind of one of the newest things I've come across lately. <laughs>
0: That's funny. I know. And then there was another one that you found, but you're just a product hound here today.
2: I'm a product hound, I know, because there's so many fun things that come out. But this one, I thought, was kind of on another note, something that you would find really useful in your barn. I'm a huge fan of music, and um, I actually regret one time I played music of wild horses in my barn, and I got the craziest reaction from the horses around me. (laughs) I don't know what my wild horses on the CD were telling them, but... (laughs) They went insane. So I don't recommend to do that, but you can buy this was speaker. Was it the Stallion CD? I think it might have been. <laughs> and there was one that was mares and babies, and they were galloping, and I think it was a um, intense... Cry for help or something. <laughs> so, my horses all felt that they should react accordingly. But we've got this great speaker that you can put in your stable and it actually reduces the emitting of those like high pitched sounds that your pets hear and they don't like it. It'll actually reduce that from the music you're listening to and you can play it in your stable. And it also is like really discreet. So, it doesn't take up a lot of space. It looks just like it would fit a part of your barn. It's called the Mr. Ed approved My Pet Speaker. So, <laughs> Everyone who likes music, it keeps it away from dirt and dust and then you can hear it and it emits it throughout your barn in 360 degrees and all that technical stuff. But I think it's a great investment. Your iPhone and or iPod can go right on the front of it. And, um, you know, everyone has a stereo at the barn, but over a few years, they kind of, you know...
0: But you know what else they could listen to on this with their iPhone or iPod plugged into G it? Gee, Glenn, I don't know. Tell me. They <laughs> could listen to us in their barn. Yay! All the shows on the Horse Radio yeah. Network would be available to you right there on your super speaker that looks like a great big ashtray. <laughs> it does.
2: It looks like a garbage can. can <laughs> with an ashtray on top. Yeah. That's kind
0: of what it looks like.
2: But you know what? It's not that big, and it's pretty discreet, and then... It it doesn't, you know, like your stereo get dusty over time. Every barn has dust. I don't care what barn you have, but you'll get a little dust. But this one will actually keep it safe.
0: So they can actually... Oh, you found this on Engadget.com, oh, too. Oh, stop. Engadget is one of the coolest sites. It's it is. engadget.com. Mm-hmm. And they have some of the most unique, unusual, uh, electronic and, and nerdy stuff.
2: Yeah, I'm a nerd
0: you uh, you must be more of a geek than me because I'll tell you <laughs> what I never even saw this one and if you search for Mr. Ed approved my pet speaker you're certain to find it on in gadget if you want one for your barn
2: Absolutely rock <laughs> softly and safely as they say
0: <laughs> Well that's terrific let's uh let's take a break here for our title sponsor Omega Alpha and then we'll be back with our first guest Reese Kuffler Stanfield and you're all going to enjoy her Omega Alpha Pharmaceuticals creates only natural health products. Their scientists, guided by Dr. Gordon Chang, formulate a wide variety of mainly herbal health products to address many equine health problems. And one of their users is international Canadian sensation event writer, Jessica Phoenix. And we have Jessica on here for a second to tell us what she thinks about Omega Alpha. Well, hi, Jess. I hear that you use Omega Alpha.
3: I do. I love their products. I've started using them this year, um, and the one product that I really love is AntiFlam. It just takes the sting out of the horse's feet and keeps them moving comfortably. Um, and I know that from using it in our barn, a lot of horses have benefited from it.
0: You can look for their products at retailers nationwide or visit their website at omegaalpha.ca. That's omegaalpha.ca. Well, thank you to Omega Alpha for supporting the Stable Scoop radio show. We really appreciate it. Well, Chrissy, we have a friend of ours coming up next. We both know her and love her. Love her. (laughs) She's so sweet. I love her. And her name is Reese Koffler-Stanfield. She's a lot of fun and going to tell us about her new barn adventures out there in Georgetown, Kentucky. Well, hi, Reese, and welcome to the Stable Scoop show.
2: Hi, Glenn. How are you? Hi, Chrissy. Hi. It's nice to hear your beautiful voice. Oh, you're
3: so sweet! Thanks so much for having me today.
0: Well, you know what? We have had you on almost every show on the network except Stable Scoops. So I thought it was about damn time you joined us over Welcome.
3: here. Welcome. <laughs> Well, you know, I like, I like coming on anytime you need me, Glenn, so it's my pleasure to be here today.
0: You know, Reese is a good friend of uh, my wife and I's and her, her and her husband, and they just went through an experience that we wanted to talk with her yes. about today because a lot of people <laughs> can relate to this. You just built a new barn and a new house and basically a new life. How long have you been married?
3: We've been married four years, and we were together seven years before we got married. So we've been together um, a long time, and this has definitely been a new adventure for us.
0: And the divorce um, is when?
3: Yeah, that was actually we told our contractor um, Brad Woodward, who we love. Uh, we told him his main job was to make sure we didn't get a divorce. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, so. oh pay you extra.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. So so far uh, we're in good shape. <laughs> there yeah, have been mo- a few rocky moments though. You've moved in. We've moved in. We're here. We um, we basically built um, a ten style barn in Georgetown, Kentucky. Oh, nice. Anna. We are about. Yeah, we're about 10 minutes in the horse park. Um, so we're really excited. We, um, when that would be the Kentucky heard...
0: horse park for everybody uh, out there. Right. Yeah,
3: Sorry, sorry. Yep, the Kentucky horse park. And um, we bought the property, um, oh, I think, three years ago and kind of kind just sat on it for a while, looked at different options, uh, look at, looked at what we could afford, and, um, you know, living situation, that kind of thing. And, and then we decided to build, uh, we started last November.
0: Oh, wow. So so now you started from scratch. There was nothing on this property, right?
3: There was nothing. And, you know, that was a big thing for us. We we looked around and looked around here in um, the Lexington area. That's where we're from. Uh, I'm from Lexington, and my husband's from Louisville, so about an hour away. And uh, we really wanted to be here. This is where all my clients were and in my home base. And um, my parents owned a farm, so I grew up on a farm, uh, but I didn't do the management section of it. My mom did all of that. And they just sold their property and uh, she are to a was the spoiled dressage
0: house. kid. Oh.
1: <laughs>
3: I was, but, I, you know, I, I can muck a spot with the best of them, that's for sure. Yeah, and, you know, I, I,
2: you work really hard. Building a barn is no small fee. Absolutely, there's so much to take into consideration.
3: There is, and that was
2: that was a big thing for me,
3: you know, because I go into so many different barns. So, you know, I had a very clear idea of what I wanted and what I didn't want. Um, and I think the biggest thing for us, we, we started with a, a very – a wonderful contractor, but he really w- wasn't the one for us. Um, he wasn't uh, really as uh, techno-savvy as, as we needed. My, As Glenn knows, Travis is a software engineer, so, and that's he travels husband. a lot. Yeah, so, yep, That's her
0: husband. horse husband, I'll say, because he truly husband. does qualify as a horse husband. He's he married into stick. it. He did. He knew, he knew full well he was getting he into for He makes me guy. look like I'm not a geek. You're
2: marrying me
3: <laughs> and
0: my horse, <laughs> and then you're yeah, horses. Reese, you convinced him. Isn't your apartment in the barn? The apartment is in the barn. Oh my wow, no, gosh! Heck did you talk <laughs> to teach, me? That. You,
2: teach me your ways, Reese. <laughs> you know, it was honestly,
3: it was um, uh, a purely economic. Uh, it was the the easiest way to put a living uh, a home or, or, or a small apartment uh, in the barn because um, that's what we could afford. Travis said I gave all the money to the horses, and he's not 100 percent wrong on that. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Please tell me there's a bed for him.
3: There's a bed. There's a bed. Actually, our little, Glenn, you haven't been over yet. I promised you dinner for sure. Um, but it's it's 837 square feet, so it's it's tiny. But um, you know, we've we've been able to. Of has a and, bigger
0: stall than that.
3: <laughs> you do honestly. <laughs> I think that the Marin Falls stall could for sure um, fit in the whole. Apartment. <laughs> but, <laughs> wow, <laughs> this guy should um, be sainted. <laughs> he, he, I, well, we know he should be poor guy. He really, really should be. Um, so you know, it was one of the things that we looked at when we looked at cleaning the barn and, and um, you know, kind of figuring out what we could afford and what we needed and, and what what were some things that were big for me, uh, that's how we started. And, uh, for example, um, unfortunately, my uncles had, had a barn burn in a fire. So I'm very conscious or try to be very conscious of having outside exits.
2: What so kind of advice would me. you offer someone who's looking into building a barn for themselves? I mean, anything from... I know from my personal experience, you have to understand which way is the wind blowing during the day. You know, where's the sun rising and setting? It affects everything about your structure. So what kind of advice would you give someone?
3: Well, I think the biggest thing is know what you like and what you don't like. That was the first thing for me. I, I, again, had a a pretty clear vision about what I wanted and what I didn't want. Um, And I would say go into every single barn you can go into without being totally rude to someone, (laughs) Um, you know, go go into barns and see, okay, I like how that wash rack is is centered and and I don't like where the feed room is because the trucks can't get in and out because you really have to think about how kind of the flow of your barn goes we have a pretty busy barn here. You know, we, we have um, right now 10 horses in full training and all the lessons that I teach. So we're going for about 12 hours a day, and that's a pretty normal thing. Um, but you want to – how does your area work? You know, for example, uh, my grooming cells, my tack room, and my wash rack are all put together. Right. And then on, on the other side is where the horses are.
2: Right. It's so, not just aesthetic. It's, you know, how to work efficiently.
3: Right, and that's a big thing, you know. I, I I hate walking down the aisle to get to something. Me too. <laughs> when I could have just been put, you know, put right in front of you or whatever. Um, With
2: being so active as equestrians, we definitely do want easy access, you know, to everything in the barn. Exactly, exactly. And then you have to kind of take
3: into account, you know, your vets and your farriers and your hay trucks and your feed trucks and and kind of how that all works in the flow of the barn because that. You know, again, you may don't have it, you know, depending on your size of operation, depends on how, but you still have to get your hay in
2: the loft or you right. still have to
3: have a place for your hay and you still have to have a place. Um, so are you all you know, finished area. now?
2: Is the development complete on this barn? What done is as we are going to be. Uh, the joke is actually, I'm ready to expand already. Oh I, my I gosh, to out a to it's
3: a different. never-ending does process. That, does that
0: make, does that sound familiar, all you horse husbands out it. there? I know
3: this is it, I promise, Travis, this is it. I need two more stalls and, and that uh, is Oh yeah, that's what it. they all say.
0: Haven't we <laughs> all heard all that then. before? I only need two more, and then next week it's oh, I need two more. I mean,
2: <laughs> Any well, this idea?
0: Is
1: it. This is it. <laughs>
2: Any idea for indoor or arena? Well, um,
3: I use Robbie Murphy. Robbie Murphy is phenomenal. He is an amazing company. And he was the first person to put me on a horse. Oh, wow. Yeah, and really helped us kind of look at the placement of the ring. Same thing with the arena. You want to have nice placement. um, Safety. You know, in relation to the barn. And footing is a big deal. Um, Yes. You know, I knew that, you know, just because of all the barns where I go and, and growing up and showing and, Footing is huge, and, you know, you can spend a lot of money on footing.
0: Yeah, you can. Um, what, what did you end up doing?
3: We did a, a mix of silicated sand and uh, Class I. So the Class I is actually 8 inches, and it's rolled and compacted, and then we did the silicated sand. It comes out of a quarry in Ohio, uh, and I'm thrilled with it. Now, what's that? Uh, sil-
0: what's silicated mean?
3: I, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't know. we <laughs> have to look that it, one it up. It has something to do with, like, uh, that the sound is uh, the end is round versus angulated or something okay. like that. Okay. I get. I needed mean, to. You know, this is where a good it, contractor. It, I know
0: it means okay. it's soft and fluffy for dressage people.
3: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's actually
2: ground yeah. up diamonds.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, that would be good. You feel like it, you know, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> for what you paid, right? Yeah, yeah I'm well, I, paid, I I would like
0: it to be ground up diamonds. That, that was so good.
2: expensive, <laughs>
3: Reese. If but, there was, I, go ahead. Go. Ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, it's the same footing that's at the horse park. It's not oh, the, wow. the really expensive stuff, because that wasn't even remotely in the budget, and I was not going to ask my husband oh, what, to do you that.
0: You weren't going to spend a half a million dollars for your ring?
3: Yeah, I know. I know. Gosh, that half a million. I w- I'm looking for that money tree all over the farm. I know. <laughs> it might be there.
0: Keep looking. If you find it, I'll, I'll take some. <laughs> I haven't found it. Maybe you
3: can come out and help me. Like, I'm looking <laughs> all the time.
0: So, Reese, if there was one thing, was there one thing that now that it's built, you went, oh, I screwed that up?
3: Well, you know what? Honestly, at this point, no. Which is exciting. Like, again, I, I, we took a ton of time on the planning stage.
2: Right, starting um, last November.
3: Yeah, well, we started actually with the planning a year ahead of that. So it's, it was a two-year project. So um, nothing really. I mean, I would, have, I would have loved to have built the apartment bigger, for sure. Um, but that, again, wasn't, wasn't an option. wasn't in the budget. But I did leave a there is a way to expand the apartment if we ever wanted to.
0: Right. Um, <laughs> Travis is happy but, about I that. I think he's looking yeah. forward to that
3: one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's like, oh, my gosh. Did you yeah, leave in room? He wants to build a house.
0: Did you leave him room for his laptop?
3: I, I can't. He has one small corner. <laughs> you should see the closet versus his clothes and my clothes. It's very sad. He's like, this is my one
0: quarter of the closet. Yes, that's pretty standard. <laughs> you fashionista. You know. well, with your with
2: your new, you know, you've got a great thing going on right now. Are you accepting students so they can enjoy your facility I, and training? I am. I am. We would love for people to come out and, and
3: see our facility. Uh, again, we try to make it really easy for people to haul in, and we have uh, great parking facilities and uh, a nice outside wash rack and a place to put your horse if you want to stay and hang out under the gazebo. We encourage all of that, and, and we would love for people to come out
2: and see us. That's great. Now, what is the name of your farm, and like, where it can is, we learn about it?
3: It is Maplecrest Farm, and we have a website. It is uh, maplecrestfarmky.com.
0: Perfect. All right. That's maplecrestfarmky.com. Mm-hmm. With some
2: beautiful photography. <laughs> yeah. It, I see that pretty lady. Who is that pretty lady?
3: <laughs> owning a farm is, is great. So far, we're loving it. And it's just so nice to, to walk out at night with a glass of wine and just kind of walk around and pet everybody's noses. It's, oh, my gosh. It's a, it's a great thing. So uh, I would encourage it. I would just say don't rush into it. Yeah. <laughs> do your right. homework.
0: I'll tell you what. i got to do a. Quick compliment for Reese because she she is a good friend of ours and we we love her to death. There is one thing that makes your website and you a little bit different than most, and I'm not busting on dressage people here. I'm just making a statement. Is there is not a picture of you on this website where you don't have a huge smile, and and I compliment (laughs) you for that. Yes, that makes a world of difference, and that's why people like working with you.
3: Our our goal here really is to learn and have a good time, and, and we truly truly work on that for sure. So, and that's
0: what it should um, be about.
2: You got it. That's what we're all here for.
0: All right, Reese. Well, thank you very much mm-hmm. for joining us today, and best of luck with the new barn. Yeah,
2: good luck. I hope Thanks those horses so got a great housewarming.
0: And tell Travis any <laughs> uh, he wants to get away from the winning, he's welcome to come over.
2: <laughs> okay, sounds great. He'll pick you up on it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, Reese.
0: Well, that was great to have Reese on. We she's so always so her. much fun. I know. She's so bubbly. She's and everything. really
2: bubbly. We could talk for hours. That's the thing. Get us in a room.
0: We'd never stop. Now, did you ever have your own barn or were you always in a boarding stable?
2: Me, yeah. myself. I actually ran a barn when I was 16. Um, I hate to say that our manager left us, and it was either we leave the barn or I find someone to finance it and I work it, make it run myself. So I did that.
0: Wow. For, uh,
2: throughout my high school years. How many horses? Eight. Um, riding and training and we added some borders and when i was able to leave i handed it to a trainer who now has it full 20 30 horses there so
0: now you lived on the beach you had a rough life you lived right on the beach there in new jersey too much sun man if if anybody has seen the the show jersey shore that's right where chrissy lived if you could see
2: my reaction audience You would die. I
0: am not the Jersey Shore. I was the lifeguard of the Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> you actually were in that same neighborhood. You probably know Their some neighbors. of these characters.
2: Yep. Mike, I ran into. Mike, the situation with the abs. Ran into him at the mall. Um, <laughs> not saying I'm proud of it. And at, they are what we call bennies. And, I, and I'm and i sorry for anyone from New York. <laughs> But it stands for the letters of the train stations that they take to come to our beaches. I actually treat them like donuts. Doesn't it sound like I'm treating them like a virus? <laughs> you know, they, they infect our beaches. And uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Do you actually watch the show? Never. Not once. I have. not I refuse to.
0: I've heard of the situation and that I've a yep. girl. Um, none
2: of them are from New Jersey. Only one. Oh, really? Yeah. Only Mike. They're all from New York. All from Staten Island.
0: Ah, uh, Okay. <laughs> And I hear that this year they're doing the show down in Miami anyway. Yes. So they've moved out of... It's not Jersey Shore anymore. It's like Miami Beach.
2: Miami Beach. So Jersey Shore at Miami, which (laughs) makes no sense at all. But you know what? I'm glad to have the Jersey Shore back to where it was. So yeah, I grew up at the beach.
0: Now, where in the barn? Was it inland a a good ways or was it uh, right near...
2: It was about a 20 minute drive in and... um,
0: Was it still sandy soil?
2: Oh, gosh, no. New Jersey, I mean, New Jersey is all sand. You really can't escape it. Even we don't have grass fields, which is why if my horse came here to Kentucky, he wouldn't know what to do with himself.
0: (laughs) Now, and what'd you have?
2: I have an American Quarter Horse who was actually rescued from a circus. Really? And I had to retrain him, and I didn't know anything. So we both learned quickly. Like, um,
0: What did he do at the circus? Reared. Was he the bucking act?
2: No, thank God. No, he actually (laughs) reared, though. He rears on command, which I learned... The hard way. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> a few times.
0: <laughs> Did you learn what the word was and not to do it again? It was
2: actually the presence of a crop. So just the presence of a crop and he would be rearing oh, on command. Good. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Yeah. Hop on
0: with your crop ready so to I go. So I was pulling trigger, you know.
2: <laughs> hi-ho! <laughs> as I learned to ride myself. So he was, and now he does therapy. He's 22. We're actually the same age. So I love him very much. He's in New Jersey. I miss him. But he's doing a great thing for kids. Getting fat and happy.
0: Now, we talked about uh, Reese there and her horse husband. Do you have the ultimate horse boyfriend here, or are we, w- we looking for one at this point?
2: Uh, I have the ultimate horse boyfriend, but he's not horsey at all, so it's kind of... Uh, it's. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, there's that old age old argument. What do you, you know, do you date a guy who's into horses or not? Because you know what? If he's not, then you don't have to worry about him competing for your, you know, your horses and and spending as much money as you are. It's kind
2: of nice to step away. And I think a lot of equestrians can agree. We love the barn, but we also love to be able to step away from it and also to meet someone who's into something completely different. To me, that's intriguing. And just to be able to meet new people in general who aren't into horses 24-7 is great. (laughs) Although, hey, guys, I love horses because I'm here. You know, that is my life. But I think we all like a little taste, something different. So
0: Uh, I know. Horse husbands do, for sure. Yes. For sure.
2: Well, they definitely have to learn to be, um, you know, kind of we wear the pants. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. We're coming up uh, next with our next guest. Tell us a little bit about our next guest, and then we're going to take a break and come back with him.
2: Well, we have Frankie Lovato. He has the Equicizer, which if you haven't heard, it's this really cool mechanical horse that you can learn on. And um, he also has a brand new DVD coming out, which he's going to tell us all about. Uh, Just a little tidbit about him is that he was a jockey for many years, so... And a very successful one, too. Very successful. And he's a lot of fun. And he's fun. So we're looking forward
0: to (laughs) it. And speaking of fun, there's nothing more fun than our next sponsor, and that's Uncle Jimmy's. So we're going to take a break for, for Uncle Jimmy's, and we'll be right back. Regular listeners to the Stable Scoop show know that Helena and I just love Uncle Jimmy's and his fantastic line of products. His products have the highest quality ingredients, and that is why they have taken off like they have. Of course, it all started with Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls for use in the stalls, and then came Squeezy Buns. We know you need to reward your horse outside of the stall as well. That is why Uncle Jimmy developed Uncle Jimmy's Squeezy Buns. Squeezy Buns are all natural and loaded with nutritional ingredients for your horse. Unlike similar products on the market, they are individually wrapped to preserve freshness and eliminate mess. With competitive pricing and Uncle Jimmy's quality guarantee, the Squeezy Buns promise to be a hit among horses and horse lovers alike. Learn more about all of Uncle Jimmy's products, or to find a dealer, visit uncle jimmyscom That's uncle jimmyscom well, thank you to Uncle Jimmy for joining us here on the Stable Scoop Show. There is nothing better than to advertise Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls. Love there it. There is nothing better than I just that. love
2: Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls, <laughs> and man. You
0: did that without even blushing, Chrissy. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> shoot. <laughs> All right, let's uh, bring Frankie Lovato on and see what's going on in Frankie's world and about this cool new DVD he has out.
2: Hey, Frankie. It's nice to have you here today. And thank we, you, crazy. Yeah, we know you have the fabulous Equicizer and some new things coming out. We'd love to hear about.
4: Oh gosh, um, well, thank you, thank you, and, and and I gotta say, just right off the bat, thank you for having me as as your guest, and uh, also looking over your resume and your website and stuff. How impressed I am of. Of all your credentials, so um, you're such a schmoozer, Frankie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you, Frankie. Are we are we going on dinner soon? <laughs> Christyjoy.com.
4: Make sure you look it up, everybody.
0: <laughs> wow, Please, you can so. be on the show every day. I like this guy, Glenn. Frankie knows I, how to do it. Let me tell you, he wasn't a jockey for 85 years for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> I think it was four years. I do know your your lovely wife, Frankie. Keep that in mind. Yes,
2: yes, yes. Maybe she won't hear this
0: interview. Right? Getting me in trouble, Glenn. I'm sending her an email right away. Well, Frankie, you are doing some cool stuff. Obviously, we've had you on the show before. You've been here numerous times. We love you to death. And you got a new DVD out, which I think is is cool. So tell us about it.
4: Well, thank you, Glenn. Um, because of the Equicizer, um, it, it, it's just like a – the equisizer is kind of like a plant. Things just keep growing from it. And and one of them um, started with, and this was many years ago, uh, that I, I get it often, many apprentices or, or um, children and adults that want to get into the business of horse racing and, and don't know the steps, their procedure, protocol, whatever you want to call it, to get into the business. And and there's no set rules. Um, you, you hear stories of how if you went right down the line of uh, jock skis or exercise riders or trainers, Talk about how they got started in the business and 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 the stories are just amazing it's like uh, jumping over the fence and sneaking in the stable gate or or somebody had a cousin's brother's friend there. there's a million stories um, but a lot of times when you do get started in in the business of horse racing you you don't know uh, you're kind of a vulnerable you could fall into good hands or you can fall into not so good hands
0: Oh are you telling um, me they're shady? characters at the track. nuh uh, that's <laughs> wild. No, no, no. no but
4: <laughs> there are people that will work you very hard for little pay. <laughs> and and uh, that was very so,
0: politically correct, Frankie, by the way. Yeah, well, <laughs> job. Um
4: and and then there's there's a uh, there's some people that that might uh it, it, that could put you in harm's way, especially a like a, a young a young guy that's trying a uh, girl, a uh, person that's just trying to get into the business that that's not ready to, to take on uh, um a a horse that may need some experience so uh there's all these different things so over the years and and the Equisizer I started over 25 years ago um and and a lot of people don't know that but I've been helping young riders get started training them giving them kind of like uh lessons if you want to call it that instruction um I mean any sport you can you can hire an instructor and even discipline of riding but jockeys—I mean, this is this is a very difficult thing to find any information whatsoever. Yeah, I don't think how- I've ever
2: heard of like jockey lessons, which would be sweet because I would love yeah. to do it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, now there is um, the the idea with the DVD is because I get so many so many that come to me every year, and uh, y- you know, internet's becoming—it's I mean, the thing now. But 15 years ago, I was getting letters written to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to get this information back to them and accessible to them and so it also is very very time consuming for me uh, to be able to to take the time and, and help give direction well um, about uh, 15 years ago I, I, I made in my garage and it's really funny if I watch it now I made in my garage with a, a video camera with a remote control I'm sitting on an Equisizer, and I just I, I gab for about an hour and a half and and pause the video when I try to think of what else I want to talk about and it was hideous uh, but it got the job done and, uh, and I was passing that out for years uh, to up and coming uh, young riders, inspiring young riders and um, I just always wanted to do it right and it was uh, this about this time last year well I had my jockey camp which is a which is another thing I can get to. That's cool. um, I thought well I'll have a jockey camp if I'm going to do the DVD I'll try to get together a, a bunch of young riders We'll put them in the same place, and we'll, we'll have be able to cover um, many different uh, aspects uh, or different riders, different different levels, uh, different issues. And we'll film the whole darn thing, and we'll put it all together, and, and that'll be uh, a great resource for these young riders. So that was the, the birth of the, the the DVD of What It Takes to Be a Jockey, uh, which is now officially,
0: finally released. <laughs> 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 and then people are people can uh, get this on at your website. Is that where?
4: Yeah, yeah. We have an online store on the equisizer.com website, and uh, we have a center, a section there that that has media. And right there, you can order it right off the website. Uh, it's twenty nine dollars, um, and yeah, it's it's there for for anybody, and even for someone that's just curious about the job. So um,
2: yeah, it sounds like know. there's a lot of self-discipline too for a jockey. It's not all about how are you handling the horses you're working with. It's kind of like, you know, you are marketing yourself. So it, there's a lot of self-discipline in the life of a jockey in its own.
4: There is, you know, it's it's, it's, a, it's a great that's a great thing to say, uh, Chrissy, because there is dedication, and and there is also um, you got to have the passion and then the discipline because there there is the the weight issue yep uh, which most and the health jockeys, issue yes to to maintain the the health and uh and the weight management um, so many get into the business and do it the wrong way Did you and, see
0: uh, that uh uh TV show Jockey's Chrissy, at all No, I didn't. On. There was a show? It was pretty cool. It was the a good real show. Jockey um, we were really episode. upset, Frankie, that they uh canceled that show Animal Planet I've never um, heard yeah. that. It that was, was fantastic. Because I had some of your friends on it, too, didn't it?
4: Yeah, we ha- there was Mike Smith and Aaron Greider, um, Chantel Sutherland, are all good friends of mine. dear are friends and supporters, Equicizer owners.
0: Uh, um, uh, so I have to ask, just to get the dirt, um, now we're turning into... Uh-oh, here we uh, go, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here are Chantel and Mike still together after all that?
4: I, I am not liberty to speak.
0: Oh. You were supposed to give us a scoop here, Frankie. It's <laughs> a stable scoop. We right? need, we're going to make a new show.
2: It's going to be the Jockey Wives of some county. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
4: I, well, I'll, I'll try to have Mike call in and, and answer that question. Because,
0: so, so. of course, that was the big thing that during the crazy. whole two seasons was was their I I uh, was their up-and-down relationship the whole time. <laughs> Um, Yeah. Well, Frankie, now this DVD really does go into a whole bunch of things from learning racetrack layouts to uh, exercise riding the thoroughbreds, which is all different ball of wax. So, Frankie, the one thing that I absolutely love that you did, too, on this DVD was the music you got our best friend Templeton Thompson to help you out. No, she's my best friend.
2: Nah. Oh, my friend. Wait a minute, Frankie. I thought we were best friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is Jeez, this love Frankie, triangle? keep them
0: all straight. <laughs> Talk about, hey, are we talking about Mike and Chantel? We should be talking about Frankie here. <laughs> uh, we're going to start our own reality show.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Templeton, of course, you know, what an amazing singer and human being she is. And she had written a song called A Horse That Can Fly and uh and it just it fit perfect for the theme of of my dvd and so that's the official theme song is says templeton's a horse that can fly and uh she had she had a video made for it and we tweaked it a bit with some of the racing scenes and some of them are actually with me riding so it was it was a great pleasure and honor for me um templeton of course she, she was ecstatic and her and her husband sam gay were very very excited that I was able to, to put that to good use. So thank you so much for mentioning that.
2: Now, when you watch horse movies, like horse racing movies, like, um, oh, what was it? Sea- Secretariat, just... Seabiscuit, yeah. the, their Secretariat's coming out. Does it drive you crazy? Is it like you feel like it's not done to what a jockey would truly experience? Yeah,
4: well, I'll, I'll say Seabiscuit was one of the movies that was tolerable for for, for being in the business and, and right. watching it. You, you, I didn't cringe. Uh it was it was actually done very well and it did take place back in uh the nineteen thirties. Right. So um there were things that that were kind of corny compared to now. <laughs> um however they, they did a great job. Uh it was it was more realistic than anything that oh, I've good. I've seen. And now we together. have another
2: one coming out too. But I always wondered that. I'm like, if a jockey's watching this, are they thinking, oh, my gosh, it's completely wrong. But it's good to know they kind of hit the nail on the head right there.
4: <laughs> yeah. That, I'll say uh, Biscuit was less cheesy on the T scale.
0: So <laughs> I'm, I'm a, glad to hear it because I like that movie, and oh, but then I like too. cheesy movies. Yeah. So. Hey, Frankie, Thank let me get serious on you here for a minute. Where do you? See, and I'm going to put you on the spot, you're like I always do.
2: You're you're in trouble, Frankie. <laughs> right, run, run! Frankie so knows he can't get through
0: <laughs> an interview without me, me asking one hard question. So sure. where where is racing going from here? And and i I hate to get serious on people on the stable scoop show, but it, it is a kind of a, a side interest that my wife and I have. You know, we have tracks like Penn National up in Pennsylvania, who had uh, brought in quote unquote the casino to save the track, and now that they did, they're virtually doing nothing for the track. And you know, now they brought in table games and you just know it's a matter of time before the racing's completely out of there. Where where's racing go from here?
4: You know that that's a that's a very tough question to answer because it'll 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 differ from state to state. And uh you mentioned you mentioned Penn National there in Pennsylvania, them getting the slots and they've got a new track um up in uh Lake Erie area. Um dare I say that right. Uh Erie PA,
0: yeah,
4: yep. <laughs> Which, well, of course, it's like Erie area um, that's been doing that. I, as far as I knew, is doing well uh, with the on track casino gambling, uh, with the slots, whatever, um, whatever the, that state is. But it, it, it seems to be helping racing survive, and, and they, they, the better horses do uh, do come in. Um, it helps the breeding programs for the the locals to 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 keep breeding and keep racing going um uh, but it's it's been on a thread for a long time um i i, I don't think um i'm hopeful I, I i am hopeful uh it's a it's a great sport uh it's it's misunderstood uh but but now more than ever i i think that it's it's got a chance and it's it's shown some some uh some things that i think the that without it, there would be a big hole in, in America.
2: So Absolutely. Uh, There's a lot of income there.
0: Yeah. Well, not only that, you know, it brings some great horses to the aftermarket as well. You know, people talk about, you know, what happens with these horses and how sad it is. And and we get the same thing. We adopt a gray—we haven't had an adopted greyhound, and we want to get one here again soon— those uh, greyhounds off the racetrack are not the same as as the breed-bred greyhounds. They have a different mentality. They're a different dog. I probably wouldn't have a breed-bred greyhound. Uh, you know, we'd only adopt racing greyhounds because of their mentality. It's kind of the same way with what they've done with, with the thoroughbreds, too. Uh, you know, I just... There yeah. would be a hole in the market with thoroughbreds as well. It would be completely different than it is now, and I'm not I'm not sure that's a good thing.
2: The breed would change, I bet. Yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, I would be. I would. I think racing has got a chance to 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 really pick things up together, and it would be a gaping hole if, if the thoroughbred horse. Um, I mean, these are beautiful animals, uh, on or off the racetrack, even after their careers. Uh, racing does get a bad rap. Um, and, and as a whole, but it, it really a lot of these racehorses make excellent hunter jumpers or adventures. Um, thriss- yeah, second inventors. careers, absolutely. Yeah, um, and so so the, yeah, they, these uh, they all, there, there's a lot of these they, these um, activists and things that. that there's a lot of good going on in racing too, so they, they just—I uh, wish they didn't focus on some of the negative.
2: And they are turning around. I know New Jersey has had some of the best purses this year for the racetracks, so yeah. I, I mean, there is, you is—you know—racing is still going to make its comeback, but is the economy kind of hit a hit? Man, so did the equine industry. So hopefully, we'll turn it around.
4: Yeah, I, I'm very optimistic. I am. I'm outside looking in now. I was always inside looking out. Right. I'm outside looking in, and uh, I'm very, I'm very hopeful. There's, there's some, there's some things. I mean, things will change, things will, will move and shift. But I, I believe, I, I don't think racing will ever go away.
0: Well, Frankie, your DVD is What It Takes to Be a Jockey. Um, it's uh, what is it? Uh, Thirty dollars? Is that? Uh... Yes. Well, twenty nine dollars. Okay. I <laughs> saved the dollar right there. <laughs> and I think twenty nine, <laughs> Glenn. Twenty nine. Sorry about that. Make a great Christmas gift. I think this is good for anybody. Not a, not only if you're thinking of becoming a jockey, but the advice that's in it uh, really applies to anybody that rides seriously as well. Um, the whole sure. health issues and nutrition and all of that applies it to all of us. And
2: exercising, riding thoroughbreds, absolutely. And yeah. I want to
0: say that I'm going to put in the show notes a picture of me riding the Equicizer. So there you go. <laughs> i got to get that plug in there. That's a huge plug
2: for me. I haven't <laughs> been able to sit on one yet. I'm hoping I can. It sounds like so much fun.
4: They're fun. You know, it's a very simple concept. It's nothing. Um, it's, it's not rocket science. It's just a very simple concept. But it's, it's kind of neat to be able to. To sit on something as if you're sitting on a horse, and it and it's, it's it's got a balancing mechanism that if you're not in rhythm, if you're not in balance, it kind of tells on you. But uh, the, uh, the by the exercise, way, that would
0: be the way it was for me. <laughs> yeah it, i would uh, want to uh,
2: ride it like a rodeo bull. <laughs>
0: try to you throw can. me off it can <laughs> score it, it would be hard
4: to get to get it to throw you off but okay you know we'll, we'll, we'll work on that
0: okay <laughs> i like it maybe with the exception of certain talk show hosts um <laughs> so frankie uh I, I wanted to say that you know one of the things we always talk about here at on the stable scoop show is we 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 have met so many cool people. We've interviewed almost 200 people on this show alone in the past couple of years, and we've met some of the neatest people. You know, we, we are bound together because of the horse, but it's the people that really make this story interesting, just like in the TV show Jockeys. It wasn't the horses that made it interesting. It was the people. And I, I, If anybody goes to your website, and give, it, give, it that, give that out again quick,
4: Equicizer.com.
0: Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> if they go to Equicizer.com, <laughs> yeah, I ch- gonna I see-
4: my words there.
2: <laughs> Equicizer. You
0: Equicizer. Love you, they're gonna see. Um, um, they're gonna see that that is true on your website too, because of your business, because of these uh, these fake horses that you're out there selling, because of what it is, you have met the coolest people that you never dreamed you'd be able to meet.
4: Oh, it's been amazing. Um, <laughs> so you're going to open up a whole other can of worms here. How long is this? For you? <laughs> oh, we, oh, God. Go ahead.
0: We got a couple minutes. Yeah, yet. go for it.
4: Well, just that with the Equisizer we did a couple of expos, and and um, I'm getting to to the fascination from from these amazing horsemen um, that that the disciplines are from reining to. Uh, to the hunter-jumpers, to uh, every discipline that you can think of imaginable, these, these natural horsemen, they all are intrigued with this, this concept and um, and then also fascinated with, with me as the jockey end of it. So um, I'll get some of these famous horse people that will just want to talk to me, and it's hilarious because i 'm honored to talk to them, and they 're kind of like they 're kind of like my new best little buddy, and they want to talk to me and want to like how do they do this and why do they do that and all these questions so it's been it's been a fascinating journey um, with the Equisizer. And, and then we get into the whole thing with therapy with uh with uh, people dealing with disabilities, and then you get to meet a whole new fascination of uh a world of uh, people out there that are overcoming disabilities and, and looking and striving to to um to, to make their quality of life better and and finding something like the Equicizer that, that there's a story there too. So it's got to so many different avenues, but it has been fascinating.
0: Well, I, I want to say that, uh, I am going to give you a compliment here. I've been busting your chops all day. Um, <laughs> we, we, uh, we spent a weekend together over the winter and my wife got to watch you actually working with some pretty experienced riders on the Equicizer at that conference we had. And yeah. she got to watch you really working with them and, and really giving many lessons right there in the conference room on the uh-huh. Equisizer. And she was very impressed with you as a teacher and a coach.
4: Wow. Well, that means a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, she was very impressed. And that comes from a teacher and a coach. She, with how you handled it and with with, with just how you instructed, um, uh-huh. good job there, Frankie.
4: Well, thank you, Glenn. That That means a lot. And and, and especially i i think it it the the listeners will find it funny that everybody wants a jockey lesson um uh, that includes uh someone like uh, like James Savoy or Craig Cameron or or Ruth Hogan Polson they all they all like how do you do it as a jockey where do i so it's a lot of fun for me to position them up there on the Equisizer, um, then balancing in the stirrups and trying to hang on for dear life. And-
0: <laughs> All right. I want to see Jane Savoy doing the jockey position. Yes. <laughs> it's a shout out to Jane there. I love it. <laughs> All right, Jane, yeah. I want pictures. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make that happen.
2: Yeah, we definitely do. And I still have to sit on one. And as part of the therapy that you bring up, and my horse recently went to his sec- his, well, I don't know, fourth career by now to be a therapeutic horse. And, you know, they have a shortage of really safe horses they can use for therapy, and what better not to have the Equisizer available before kids even are able to sit on a horse to get you know, a safe feeling of what they would be getting into before they sit up on top of a strange horse. Yeah,
4: yeah there's there's nothing. It's what I say. There's nothing between the ground and, and 15 hands up, and and uh, the Equisizer plays a role in these therapeutic riding pr- programs, including our own. My, my wife's also a therapeutic uh, riding instructor. She's certified through NARA. Um, that we have our Stampede of Dreams therapeutic riding program. We we use it for the evaluations, the warm-up, the introductions, um, learning the proper mounting, emergency dismounts, all these things that you, you can do on the Equisizer without actually uh, being at any risk or, sure. or, or 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 even the convenience of being able to do it with an Equisizer rather than have to pull out a horse out of a stall and set right. up the arena. We even train our sidewalkers using the Equisizer. So. Uh, the volunteers you know it 's just a simple uh process and but thank you for mentioning
2: that
0: yeah. well, and we of course have to give a shout out to your wife, Sandy, who has to put up with your crap every day so <laughs>
2: sandy, we love you we we totally love you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah thank, thank goodness
2: for Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> brownie right, points he won't be sleeping
0: on the couch tonight
2: brownie points brownie <laughs> points <laughs> Frankie thank you very
0: much for being with us and we'll say again Christmas is coming uh, what it takes to be a jockey by Frankie Lovato Jr. 29 bucks at equisizer.com and that is spelled that's your cue Frankie
4: Oh, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> uh, He's well, relishing in the glory. How do you spell Equicizer? <laughs> oh,
4: spell, okay. E Q U I C.
0: I-Z-E-R. I get it wrong every time Me I look too. it up I on know. Google. Fortunately, Google now has figured you out. Google can so. treat you like a
2: re- – <laughs> <laughs> you can just like, okay, I don't know half the word, though. Okay, this is it. Be, well, because
4: of that, I've also got exercisehorse.com. that goes to our website. All oh,
0: right, you really helped us out. All right, good. Well, that's good. Great. Well, thank you, Frankie. Yes. We'll also put links on our show notes at stablescoop.com that you can just go right to his site, and you can check out the exerciser or the DVD or both. Thank you all so Thanks, much. Thanks, uh, Frankie.
2: Well, that was a great conversation with Frankie. Gosh, she's always so much fun, isn't he? <laughs>
0: Frankie likes you, Chris.
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm blushing.
0: <laughs> now you are blushing, that's right. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> well, he has a great DVD, and it's really interesting to hear about the jockey kind of life, because a lot of people don't understand that, or they have a misconception. So, I like that. I'm looking forward to, re- to seeing that, for sure. But Well, good. Yeah, well, we also have a wonderful sponsor coming up. If anyone hasn't heard of them, they're Equestrian Collections, and we're very happy to have them on the Stable Scoop show.
0: Glenn the Geek here. I was involved in equestrian retail for a long time, and I know one of the problems that we always had and always the complaints that we always had was from men, saying there's just not enough men's options in clothing and riding boots and gloves and jackets and, and pretty much anything is was always geared, especially in the eventing world, to women's. Well, now you can find a selection. You can find a huge selection of men's items at EquestrianCollections.com. They have show and casual apparel, riding boots, thermal gear, gloves and jackets. They basically can cover you from head to toe. So if you're a guy out there and have always had that problem where you can't find products you want, check out EquestrianCollections.com. They have a ton of different brands. They have a ton of different Styles, you're going to like what you find at equestriancollections.com. And now you can get $10 off your next order of $120 or more just by using the coupon code HORSERADIO. When you check out, just put HORSERADIO in the coupon code, all one word, HORSERADIO, and you'll get $10 off your next order of $120 or more. So find all of your men's products, all the things you need, guys, at equestriancollections.com. Well, thanks again for all of our sponsors for, bringing, uh, for allowing us to be on the air with you every week. We appreciate you listening as well. You know, we've been doing this show for over two years now, and we're actually in the midst of the World Equestrian Games here in Lexington, Kentucky.
2: Wow, Glenn, you're old.
0: Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. I am getting old. I feel like it some days. And I'm sure I, we recorded this before the games, and I'm sure I'm feeling old right now because we're right in the middle of it, uh, 12, 14 hours a day every day. Well, you can find all of our links and our show notes and everything to links to the d- DVD to links to Reese's site and all of that in our show notes at StableScoop.com. And we would love your feedback. You can leave us feedback on our contact link on our website right there. We're also on Twitter at Horse Radio. And there is no better tweeter in the world than Chrissy Joy. So where can they find you on Twitter?
2: Yeah, you think I wouldn't have a life, but I actually do. <laughs> um, I love Twitter. I'm CJoyM. So it's CJoyM as in Mary. You can find me on Facebook, Chrissy Joy, or just simply go to ChrissyJoy.com, which is like kind of the headquarters to my craziness.
0: Yes, and you'll find all of her pictures on there from from her modeling and her TV and Yeah, it's kind of things.
2: exciting. So just come and check it out with me because I'm not about relishing my whatever I've done. I want to kind of share it with you guys. So have fun with it.
0: Good. And you can become a fan of ours on Facebook as well. Just do a search for Stable Scoop. And I wanted to say one other thing here, Chrissy, and then I know you have something you want to do to lead out the show today, and I haven't heard it yet, so I'm excited. Um, We wanted to say that you can find all of the other shows on horseradionetwork.com. Helena will be back in a couple of weeks here. Uh, We have a couple of uh, other fun shows planned for you with some different co-hosts over the next two weeks. And you can also uh, follow the World Equestrian Games, remember, every day at the 2010 Radio Show at 2010radioshow.com. All right, go ahead. You're, I know. you're just <laughs> bursting here. I'm
2: literally biting my fingers. Okay, well, we're leaving today um, on kind of a different note, no pun intended. Although, that I know, I kind of planned that one. as cute, wasn't it? Um, so we have this great local country singer from actually Richmond, Kentucky. And he recently got signed through Nashville. So who knows what he'll be now? Na- but he gave us a great song to play for you today. His name is Eddie Barber and Off the Wagon. And you can hear his music at eddiebarbermusic.com. It's pretty cool. We've got this great song called Missing My Dixie. So we'd love to play for it today and close the show on it. So we hope you enjoy.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Chrissy Joy, for being here. And we'll see you again you got soon. It.
1: Month hollering here, I come bound and determined to have some fun with bright lights, night light, women smoking beers. Worn missile fan, well, I damn near disappeared. Got a little too crazy. Jones occupies my dreams, waving goodbye to her front door screen.